Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I'm rejoined by Ben, the Vice Man in Japan. We'll be going through all the World Cup stuff and uh, previewing the quarterfinals. Ikimashou! Yeah. Felt a bit flat there. Yeah, nice. Mm. Oh, that's right. You've <laughs> you made it past the hundred episodes now. Yeah, yeah. Start I'm dialing back a bit. Over the hump. I'm just. It's yeah. all downhill from me. Making the most of having me. Like, what my family's here in two more days. Mm. So, and that's it. Casper the ghost. After that, yeah, you don't see um, me. If somebody wants to join in as a co-host, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll start the. Uh, what do you say we're going to start last week? The um, uh, what's the gaming? thing uh discord yeah discord and then just talk on Any, that anyone can come in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Dozo, dozo. um but yeah i have to get that sorted i'm it's, it's we're a busy we're busy, busy pre-season footy it's all go oh, it is um how are you feeling ben we had today's monday um the day after the japan argentine argentina game but yep. uh how's training um today wasn't too bad wet oh very, uh, very wet. wet um so i was a bit like not worried, but tentative on the old knee. I was mm. like, do I want to put a left foot whack in and just slip out? Yeah. Which is how I did it the first, second time. So, um, no, it was all right. It was pretty, pretty low key. My body was in bits after last mm. week. It was my first proper week of training back. And, yeah. And it was, they, they went pretty hard on the non playing members. So <laughs> there are a few boys that were hurting after, after the end of the week, but no, it's, it's good. I needed to get, needed to get, un- get those days under my belt mm-hmm. and, you know, start really. Kind of dialing it up to get ready to play play some footy again. Mm, yeah, now's the time to get the uh, miles in the legs. Eh? Exactly, that's yeah. it. Fuel um, in the tank. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it was pouring. Like, it's gone so cold suddenly. Yeah, um, I had the heater on just before when you walked in. Yeah, insane. Like, well, a week ago was the cooler. But mm-hmm. um, we had a, I was going to go for the run club with um, the boys that I talked yeah. about. So I got ready to leave my house at 5.30 just in my singlet like I always do. <laughs> And I was just freezing on the bike, um, but it just motivates yeah, you. I was saying to you, once my family's here, I'm, I'm back on the scooter mm. and, in the, you know, the weather's starting to cool down a bit. I'm, I'm not looking forward to that. Mm. So, that you was, know, that's just some of the, the price I have to pay yeah, for um, a family. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the scooter's worse than the bike because you can't warm up, eh? Like you don't pedal and stuff. So no, you just, just get the heated gloves on, oh, chuck yeah. the jacket. I'm pretty much on ski gear most of the mm. time, actually. Um, but it's pretty cool zipping through, uh, especially in like, Rush hour and stuff like if there's enough room on the side of the road that you're oh, yeah, to Oh, yeah, 100%. I'll shave off like a good five, ten minutes on the mm. old scoot scoot. Yeah, it's like on the bike as well, but I just got to use the old pistons. <laughs> Man, I'm fast. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had our game against Shimizu. Um, the Blue Sharks. It was yeah. battle, of the, battle of Land versus Sea. Mm. It turns out. Oh, it's pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had a pretty slow start. Obviously, it's a lot of. Uh, trialing things and stuff i was gonna say like the boys felt like i mean you always want to win and i think you always play to win and i think the boys were a little bit disappointed with a draw which is you know a bit tough but mm. at the same time that's probably one of the first that's i think our first proper game of the year mm. like a lot of cobwebs and rust to blow out i think yeah. the shimizu have had a few more games mm-hmm. you know and we've brought in a whole new attack coach yeah, and a whole yeah. new system and stuff yeah it was always going to be a bit of you know work to be done for everyone so mm-hmm. i don't know i think you still want to win and stuff but i wouldn't be super disappointed pre-seasons yeah, yeah. for like training and and figuring those things out mm. so at the end of the day, i think there were some learnings and that's exactly what we wanted yeah and uh overload in the training week as well so if it was game week we wouldn't be doing that kind of training throughout no the week, so. absolutely not yeah man the, i reckon 
some tired puns running around <laughs> on Saturday. It's like, so we, were, we were operating, trying to operate at fatigue from the start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you say new attack, but technically new backs coach as well, because Nick went from skills, now he's backs and yeah, skills. Yeah. And so then new, new set forward. piece. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all new stuff yeah. for everyone. And, you know, like I, th- I think it'll take two, three, four games to, mm. to really start feeling comfortable you know, running or duel. So, you know, it is what it is, and that's what the preseason's for. And then just keeps chipping away at it. Unstoppable. And now we've got, we've got the Ruggets this week, last oh, minute. Yeah, yeah. The, that's Battle of the Land Animals, dogs versus boars. Are they a dog? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they were, but... They are the... Yeah, I think they're like a bulldog or something, oh, or yeah. a hound. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen that thing before, but... Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ruggett. Ruggett. Um, <laughs> we played the gush, the water gush. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I mean, I had a wedding I was going to go to this weekend. Oh, um, now you can't? Yeah, yeah, on Saturday. Really? Uh, so oh, like, wow. But obviously you're not um, you're not saying I'm not going to be there because of a wedding. Like when you're the translator, I feel like it's something, and the only translator, I feel like it's something I can't necessarily say. I'm sure they would have said I could go. Uh, yeah, you just but, don't um, want to put them in that position. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, so well, just, I mean, I've got um, Dylan the Pickle now, his mm. wedding in December that I was invited to. Oh. And I just had to give him an early note, give mm. my spot to someone else. Yeah. Your B list. Mm-hmm. No one likes to admit it, but there's always a B list for a wedding. Um, I was like, mate, you can't just plan a wedding the week before the season starts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come um, on. Um, yeah, well, maybe he's like, I don't want this guy yeah, to come. Smart but- <laughs> yeah, smart yeah. knowing, and I think he invited a few other ball players, knowing that they couldn't commit to mm, it. Yeah, he uh, never had us seated anyway. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the invite, weeks. Um, yeah, I was free. <laughs> but no, um, for the yeah, weekend, obviously, we just get straight. Into it? Oh, crap. I always push the wrong one here. Yeah. Rugby yes. news of the week. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, rugby news of the week. Japan weren't able to make it two successive World Cups uh, getting into, into the, the finals, top eight. Yeah. Um, it was a great game, but lost uh, 39-27 against Aduzenching. Um But yeah, obviously, watch the game. It was a good game to watch, but did you catch the game? I did. I watched it live. It was finally a good timed game for mm. us in Japan. Yeah. Um, oh, to be honest, I thought it was a good game. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought it was well officiated. The game flowed. Um, I was saying earlier to you, Dougie, like, as a fan and as a spectator, you know, like that's mm. all you want. You just want to watch a good game of rugby. And I thought it was that. Yeah. It was pretty fun because both those teams like holding the ball yeah. and playing with it. So it was a lot of attacking, running mm-hmm. rugby. Yeah. Um, and obviously Japan were just on the... You know the the bad end of it, mm-hmm. um, but man, it was a good game. I reckon the game was there for the taking for Japan. Yeah, yeah. I actually thought with twenty five to go, Argentina had looked pretty tired. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, yeah. They're guys cramping and stuff. Yeah, and I thought Japan might run away with it, and mm. then Argentina just stepped up and had they got a couple of good tries against the run of play, which was yeah. and th- you know that's it. It all, yeah. all it takes. But no, it's a good game. I mean, probably tough for Japan. Probably uh, like for. Fan like neutral fans or just fans of generally probably think Japan's taking a back step. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know, hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's, it's almost that team is pretty similar to the team from 2019, mm-hmm. and but a bit older, so maybe too old. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of Dylan Riley, but I didn't mm-hmm. think he had a great game, and I like he's a he's a good center and a focal point for them. So I thought mm-hmm. maybe oh, I don't know. Yeah, I like I I normally think he goes really really well mm. for them. So it's kind of like a quite a tournament for a man like normally like you said he's uh yeah yeah well, like he makes all these breaks for japan stuff, he's like. been like a very very good player mm. at an international level and obviously for panasonic too yeah so you know like he's almost like i don't know if he's a leader in the in the team or anything but he's mm-hmm. a player that guys look to like you know he makes things happen kind of thing yeah yeah um and then nakamura his uh 
uh, centre partner, Mr. Few Tackles, which is not very like him. He's normally pretty strong there, no, yeah, because he got hooked at the uh, 60th minute and they brought a uh, Yamanax, Yamanaka on. Um, I think, yeah, maybe that might be the last of him. Mm. In um, the Sakura jersey? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think probably time for him to maybe move over and mm-hmm. we start developing a new 12. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it just mm. it is, what, is what it is. And yeah. I think, you know, it's an important time for Japan rugby to keep, keep building and developing. I, I don't know if it's a backward step per se, but... Yeah. You know, you don't want to keep. You want to have the expectation that they can keep mm-hmm. playing for that top top eight spot on a World Cup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, other teams who made the top eight last year haven't this year, like uh, our trans Tasman friends and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a a good World Cup for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing the Fiji come through and stuff like yeah. that. So it's not all just disappointing, but you know, then they we play in Japan, and this, mm-hmm. this is Japan Rugby Weekly. So yeah, you look, you want to see them do well. Yeah, yeah. I think um them doing well. Like last time, I think it helped because the World Cup was in Japan, so all the games everyone could watch and everyone just hyped and the yeah, crowds yeah. afterwards. Oh, they hundred so percent would have, you know, got a lot from the crowd. Yeah, um, I just wanted them to do well so that all the players were still there, and then that will be really tired coming into <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> top league. Oh, the one, the, sorry, League uh, One. Yeah, now the they final. get a little bit more rest, but yeah, mm. no. Um, but yeah, I mean, the more the better they do, the more. Rugby, like as in Japan, especially, I think everyone's the same, but they love a winner. So if Japan does well, then everyone's like, I want to go watch rugby and stuff mm. and helps all our clubs as well. So more money you know. for everyone, and mm. you know, but um, yeah, everyone's I think happy. it wasn't obviously it wasn't as successful as they wanted, but it wasn't a terrible uh, tournament, I thought. And um, even like when you watch the game, we talked about a few like missed tackles and stuff, but I think they, uh, according to the stats, they made 83% of their tackles compared to 72 from Argentina. So you know, like you said, there were times when they pressured, I think. There were a lot of times when after a team scored points, they'd knock the ball on from the kickoff and stuff, or they wouldn't exit properly, and um, both teams did that. But I think um, the last time that Japan did that, maybe from the Himeno knock-on when he was, like, you know, sun in the eyes and stuff. Yeah. Then they scored, and then they um, knocked on, but we weren't able to capitalise, and that just... Remember they got... There was one, I reckon it was a bit... It was one of the big moments, and I think it was off a turnover, and they kicked it through, and Kotaro Matsushima got Mm. back, and then he bombed it. Which was like, he did well to get the ball away, actually, but because he bombed it and then he chased, but they just got a clean, a really clean take. Yeah. And then their whole team was back, yeah. ready to attack off that. And all the Japanese players were still trying to get back because mm. they were cooked. And then they just ran through like, a, oh, it was a really nice try, like yeah. 80 meter try or whatever. But that was a big turning point. Mm. And like, oh, maybe if you look back, if he had just pinned the corner or just like kicked it real deep, yeah, yeah, just yeah. given the boys a bit of time to get back and reset. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, if he'd gone, up for the up and under and got it, or if yeah. he just nailed the guy and formed the ruck there, would have been a completely different mm-hmm. outcome. But yeah, just small moments like that, and unfortunately, Japan were on the bad side of it. It's uh, when you get to that level, it's just those little moments that make the difference. But I think that was from uh, Nikia Matsuda um, going for the droppy. They got charged yes, down, and then you right, went back. That's right. Um, oh, that's and I remember thinking when they were set up for that drop kick, I was like, "This is actually smart mm-hmm. footy." Like you know, keep the scoreboard going, and they need the three points, or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, yeah." Good idea, and then gets charged down, and then it's a try. <sighs> Ten point turnaround. Um, yeah. But yeah, oh, like, I don't know if you're watching it with Japanese commentary, but I was watching it just on normal Japanese TV, and man, as soon as they saw he's going for a drop kick, he was, drop kick this, and just like uh, throffing. And I was like, man, everyone loves a drop kick. I, th- I don't know why, but I think it's just from. Um, still, I think it just like shows a bit of skill, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh my God, they're going for it. Um, it's like, you know, three points or something, but. Uh, and then when. Then Mickey got his. It was like, oh, drop kick. Yeah. Um, they were just laughing. You know? But yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I think it was a game they could have won. And it was just maybe Argentina just, um, you know, 
had those games against New Zealand in the championship and like Aussie South Africa had those tough games. So in those tough times, they know what they got to do to win. Japan maybe just don't have that experience. Yeah, yet, but. I, th- I think I was reading an article or something. Jamie Joe touched on it. Who just saying Japan will struggle to keep improving unless they can't unless they get more games against top tier sides. And he, yeah, yeah. He's just saying like it's not just us, you know, mm. it's like Fiji and all the other teams, but they all just need games against tougher opposition mm-hmm. to prepare for you know a World Cup. Just in general, he's just saying, you know, like all those guys that are playing in League One and whatever, the ones that make it, mm-hmm. they they need to just have tougher games more frequently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a completely different level. Yeah, but- you also touched on, and we've talked about this, but how a lot of like the second or third best players still go, all go to the same clubs. Mm-hmm. You know, like you've got really, really good players that just don't play yeah. any footy, and you're yeah, yeah. saying like something needs to get done about that. He doesn't know what, but mm-hmm. he touched on that a little bit too. Yeah, it's yeah, interesting because yeah. he can kind of say a few things now. Yeah, as he's leaving Japan, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see if he comes out with any more stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, because like you said, like all those guys who it's like, oh, if you go to a team that's you know still in Div One or whatever, but they'll you'll be able to get a game maybe even in the first year kind of thing. Like um, Koizumi Al fullback, he came from Waseda. He was uh, starting for them, and then um, you know he's coming and played in the promotion relegation for us in his first. Or in his, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, even before his technically first season, but if he went somewhere else, he'd be stuck behind people. And obviously, maybe you're around better players, so you develop in that sense, but you just don't get the game time that you normally would. So it's just about which one you take. And a lot yeah. of people over I, here, I'm just, yeah, and I'm a big believer in like, yeah. I mean, you can train all you want, but a lot of the time, you only get better at rugby mm. by playing it. The game pressure, but uh, also, you know, a lot of guys want to be part of those mm. top programs for coaching or you know just being around it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I think. Uh, Maybe all the teams have good coaches change. now, yeah. so um, it's not. And I think the big thing is just like at union stuff. You like we at Coke we used to get. I think I've said, but we'd get guys from the team that won take you. They won eight in a row, but it's like oh man, and they say like, oh no, I played for the third team, so <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I never played in any of the finals or anything. But you know, um, Likia, the ten for Japan, I knew him. Kind of things like oh, cool. Can cool, you man. get him to come here? Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like well. Maybe we should have gotten people who were from less well-known teams, but they played every week for their uni kind of thing, and they're yeah, more yeah. battle-hardened. And, and, and that A-grade kind of thing yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, oh, like, I don't know if you've watched high school rugby and stuff, but um, when they do the prefectural things to see who's going to the um, national comp, we had one before one of our games when I was at Coke, and like a team was winning. They only played 30-minute halves, and they were winning like 100-something nil. And the coach, even after, you know, the 40 minutes or whatever, and they were already up like 80 nil, he didn't change his team at all. It was just, now we're keeping this on. Like, we're going <laughs> to smash this the team. Yeah. And it's like, triple digits, balls. Um, give like the, what if someone gets injured in that team? Like, give some of the other guys game time is what you normally do. I thought, but he's like, nah, um, these guys are going to pay. And then all those guys who are in the second team of that team that won 100 nil, they don't get any game time. But if they play for the other team, it wouldn't be 100 nil, be more competitive. And, you know, the level grows. Yeah, yeah, you you all improve, mm. yeah. I mean, I think uh, it's pretty well entrenched in Japan, culture mm. and rugby, but I think everyone kind of knows now as well the, the some of the issues around the kind of grassroots club rugby scene in Japan and it's whether or not there's people willing up top to make a change. But yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't really know, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, uh, that was our... We went on a slight tangent, yeah, but... Um, that, was our, that was the tangent for the potty today. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of... Possibly many, but um, yeah. Should we go straight into around, around the, the grounds? Brought to you by Ben's tea and some persimmons, yeah, some kaki. Cool. They were they were lovely. No, no, no problem. What's Just trying host? to clear out my my fridge and stuff <laughs> yeah. before the family get here. Yeah, so 
Why were they so old? No, um, <laughs> no, they were very, they were perfectly ripe. Um, where are we? Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, going straight into the review, I'll just fly through this because I also want to do a preview of the quarterfinals. Yep. Uh, but NZ getting the old donut. If that was our team, everyone would be getting donuts yep. from the head coach. Krispy Kreme. Uh, 73 nil, uh, NZ beating Uruguay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, did you watch game. the game? It was I, did, I watched the highlights, actually. Mm. So I know I didn't watch a full game, but good to see that the second string ABs put out, still put on a bit of a clinic and stuff. Mm. Slow start, but they got into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think you at the start. They were playing pretty well, but just uh, the intensity for the whole eight here. Um, and then France beating Italy 60-7. to seven. Uh, So another big score there. Disappointing campaign for Italy after they were looking kind of good. Yeah, they came in to, mm. off the back of the Six Nations, actually yeah. looking like uh, they're prepping pretty well for the World Cup. Um, they beat Japan. They got like, I think it was like 42-21 against Japan, mm. so even though a few late goals, uh, tries, sorry. Uh, and then you had Wales beating Georgia, 43-19. Mm. Um, probably expected a real tight game, England against Samoa. I thought Samoa was going to win it, but um, I haven't actually seen the full game, just watched the highlights, but a lot of my Samoan comrades were saying, yeah, robbed, I've, hashtag I've, robbed. I've got a lot of Samoan friends that were very unhappy mm. with that game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't like, I, I hate to like go off too much at like officiating because I know it's a hard job and stuff. Yeah. And like you just want well officiated games, but you can't help but feel like second tier nations, you know, and in particular some of the, the island nations, maybe didn't get the rub of the green as much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see like the data and stuff for it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like you still make your own luck a little bit in mm-hmm. games too. And some will probably, you know, like made that game a little bit hard for themselves as well. But yeah, yeah. You know I mean, like oh, I would have loved to see them win it. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the Wales against Fiji game where yeah. know, there was a bit of a blow up on that one as well. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, and then one of the games of the round beforehand uh, was previewed to be was Ireland against Scotland. Ireland, two good, 36-14. Mm. So um, obviously there was a way that I think if Scotland... Beat them. Yeah, by 21 points. And then Ireland, but got four tries. So it would have had to be like 61. What well, even what about the... Oh, have we, you, you haven't done that game yet? The Portugal... Oh, no. Not that one yet. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, this that was a way that they could have made uh, South Africa Portugal blow out, but playing... Um, Fiji? Yeah, no. Portugal was playing with Australians' hearts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> they're almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, uh Obviously, we had the Japan-Argentina game, so just we've already talked about that. Tonga getting a, a good, I guess, win against Romania, 45-24, yeah. but against Romania, like, you know, you'd expect maybe Tonga to defensively be a bit better there. Um, but, yeah, the game that you're talking to about, possibly on the games, probably the game with the Japan game of the round, Fiji against Portugal. Fiji getting their first ever win, but, uh, sorry, Portugal getting their first ever win, but Fiji getting their first ever quarterfinal, quarterfinal yeah. birthday, so... Um, Crazy though. Imagine if Portugal had oh, done it by and Aussie points. gets through. <laughs> uh, I was thinking because I woke up because all Aussies pretty much were resigned to the fact that they were done pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, and, they, and even like obviously, I, I'm sure the Australian camp was still training and ticking yeah. away and going through stuff. But you know, almost like, oh, like yeah, we're yeah. doing it. But yeah, I mean, it's not in your own to. hands, eh? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I think. Started at four, woke up at four forty-five, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, there's a game on." Oh no, I think I was just on social media and it said three all at halftime. I was like, "What?" Um, so yeah, I was watching it and it was insane. But I mean, Fiji didn't play great, but Portugal played amazing. It was just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, awesome for Portugal. Mm. Um, to create like, oh man, when I saw that result, I didn't even wasn't even gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
um, before the World Cup, you think, oh, like, you know, especially how good Fiji are going. I think one thing with Fiji losing their 10, like their main 10 beforehand, yes. probably hurt because yeah. he's... Uh, um, they've, but, been, they've definitely been struggling for a game driver hmm. um, in like kind of the World Cup setting, which is like a bit of a pressure cooker. And yeah. I think you, you've kind of seen the value in this World Cup, especially of like being able to just tip the scoreboard over a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. and keeping yourself in the game. Um, that first England against Argentina game was just, well, just kicks and stuff. I even think France, New Zealand, that mm. first game, you know, France was just able to keep themselves in the game. And then when they, you know, got the opportunity and scored tries, you know. Suddenly they're out of reach. Yeah. Mm. But um, they were like, because they were just able to keep ticking those threes over. Yeah. Like having a first side that can slot kicks anywhere from the 50 for one, but then um, just having, you know, game drivers that can just keep the pressure off you and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. keep putting pressure on other teams, you know, like you, yeah. you talk about it a bit, but mm. yeah, the transfer of pressure on a rugby game. Mm. Just the, like the mental, just having to, you know, just <laughs> yeah, be yeah. on your own goal line. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Fiji, like I said, they didn't play great, but I feel like when they've been playing those teams that they expected to win, uh, like beat, they kind of struggle a bit. Um, like Georgia, I think it was, was a real tight game as well. But then, um, the other games where, you know, they're against higher ranked teams, they've been playing pretty well. So the, I'm still hopeful. I think the Georgia but, one was a bit different in the sense, cause I, I obviously expected Fiji to smash them, mm. but they went into that Georgia game with like that, like bully mentality. Cause they just did it with Australia mm. or earlier, but, they couldn't bully the Georgians. Like, that's oh, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. you know, like, that's, that's what they what want, that thought. close yeah, contact yeah. stuff, you know? Like, it wasn't like, you know, maybe it was a game plan thing or, I don't know, mm. a mentality. But they kind of just went in with the exact same kind of mentality as opposed to maybe trying to, you know, play a bit more of a, you know, wider game kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see how they go against England. Um, but we'll go on to those previews. So yes. The first one, jeez, um, in terms of Japan time, the first one's midnight, like Sunday. So I guess between Saturday and Sunday. It is frustrating um, not being able to watch these games. Mm, Wales against Argentina. Uh, should we do some previews? Who do you reckon? Oh, Just on the spot. Oh, you'd have to go Wales, wouldn't mm. you? I think Wales have been going pretty well. Yeah. Uh, they seem like they come off a pretty good Six Nations too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and Argentina have had some hard games. You know, you're backing up another set of hard games. It looked like they were battling a few injuries, even at the back end of that Japan one. Yeah, yeah. Pablo went off. Yeah. Um, I yeah. thought that was our chance for Japan, actually. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, nah, yeah, I'll probably go Wales. Mm-hmm. Am I doing, like, a points as well? Oh, we'll, yeah. we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I reckon this is only because, as staff, we all randomly picked um, teams for the World Cup just and you get, like, a prize if your team wins. Like, so, obviously, no skill. You don't get to guess. It's just a... Out of the hat. A lottery, yeah. And I got Argentina, so I'm Argentina, Argentina to go through. Argentina yeah. by 30. I mean, so. I wouldn't be surprised if mm. they did, but I, I think Wales will kind of have it over them a little bit. I mean, how they're looking before the World Cup, I was like, they're going to beat England, and then they didn't beat England. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, next one, 4 a.m. on Sunday is one that I would probably be keen to watch, Ireland against New Zealand. Yeah, I will probably try and get up for that. Mm. Um, um, no, I will. I, like, I definitely am going to probably be up with the kid anyways. Mm. Um, well, I reckon New Zealand, but that's just probably a bit of mm-hmm. heart speaking. But I, I still think New Zealand have got it. I, was, I actually was going to touch on that game that we just talked about um, against Uruguay. Like, I think DMAC put up a pretty good case to be mm-hmm. the, the bench player for the AB, so I wonder if they'll run with that yeah, going yeah. forward. Um, but I think New Zealand, you know, like they are just kind of going under the radar a little bit, mm. but... It's I think a, if they hit their straps, and I still think that French game, like, you know, blew out in the end, but man, they, they were one moment away from winning that, I still think. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I think they've got it in them to be mm. Ireland for sure. I think not, um, not taking anything from Ireland. They've been a very good mm-hmm. team. Um, and I think if they win this game, is it they've won more games on the trot than any other international team ever? Oh, Ireland. Yeah, wow. I think they've equaled it. True. Or maybe they equal it with this game. I can't quite mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. So right now, New Zealand and England have are tied. Oh yeah. At like twenty four games on the trot, and maybe Ireland are too. Wow. So maybe that this is the chance. If mm. Ireland beat New Zealand, they have the record as well. Wow. Um, pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've been going well, but I think what you said about like NZ being under the radar. Whenever they talk about uh, the favourites, it's always the other three yeah, teams the in the top three, four. Yeah. There, so that's not a bad place to be. Um, I was at the game. The replay of this uh, four years ago in Japan when, you know, it was a... Oh, New Zealand pumped them. Yeah, it was, it was a then, clinic. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Um, I, and then they even lost this. Mm. But yeah, I um, I think it'll come down to what team get, controls the tempo. Yeah, yeah. Like if New Zealand can play at the tempo that they want to, they'll, you know, have the game. But if Ireland are able to slow it down and play at their kind of a clinical slow tempo, you know, where they can kind of just control the game a bit more, mm-hmm. then New Zealand's really don't like to play... That slow footy. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, if New Zealand can kind of speed it up, I think they'll be all right. Mm. Um, yeah, I think just patriotically we're both going NZ there. Uh, England, Fiji. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting one. Fiji just beat England recently. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's a week quarter, eh? It's um, midnight Monday morning. I'd love Fiji to do it. Mm. I'm going Fiji the... just because I want them to. Yeah. Uh, hard to say. I mean, England kind of like stringing together some mm-hmm. cash performances, but I don't think they've been flash. Yeah, yeah. I reckon actually England will probably get there only because Fiji have had to play the same team yeah. now every single game. And I think Rod Rogers battling something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Toy Sauver's been pretty ginger. Um, Bottier, I, their seven, mm. he, like he's Just awesome a, player, but he looks like he's struggling a bit. Like I think a lot of their really good players are pulling up with a few niggles because mm. they're just having to play hard games week in and week out, which they probably haven't had to do, yeah. like what Jamie Joseph's touched on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reckon maybe they're a bit beat up mm-hmm. and they might struggle and England are pretty fresh. I'll go England mm-hmm. with my mind, but yeah, I'd yeah. love Fiji to do it. Heart, Fiji, mind England. Like, yeah. I'm going just Fiji. I don't have a brain, so I'm just going only with my heart, which is Fiji. Uh, and then 4 o'clock Monday, we have France against South Africa. This is a good game, isn't mm. it? Mm-hmm. Um, is Antoine Dupont playing? I reckon it's they, the, Yeah, they said possibly, yeah. I'd, I actually might just pick South Africa anyways. Mm. Let's go with the Southern Hemisphere teams. Yeah, that's. I think if I go South Africa, I've gone all South yeah. to Southern Hemisphere. But I'd love for the Southern Hemisphere teams to just get there again and just laugh at the Northern <laughs> Hemispheres. Um, <laughs> it could easily all, look at like, the- Pre this World Cup, it was all Northern Hemisphere teams are mm. really like coming into their own kind of thing and- this looks like a Northern Hemisphere team might win it, and then it'll just be funny if mm. it's a Southern Hemisphere final. Um, yeah, but even if Dupont plays, he's playing with a fractured cheekbone. Like I don't know, like, if can he one play team at his best? You and, don't want to play with that at South Africa. Yeah, I don't know. Do they just send someone flying at him <laughs> yeah. the first ten minutes? I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe South Africa. Mm. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a but France have been man the, mm. like form team, and I yeah. did say coming to this World Cup that. Very good chance France wins it. And I'd, I wouldn't mind them winning it. It'd be yeah, nice yeah, for them yeah. to get a World Cup. But mm. I mean, they've had a few finals, though. But NZ's been in the way. Yeah, and they're going to be in the way again. Nah, um, um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I might just go South Africa. But mm-hmm. uh, that, that's a game that you're in. I think France have been pretty hot. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, and it's a home World Cup for them, and mm-hmm. they're very 
I don't know what the word is, but they get influenced like very much by the crowd and like yeah, yeah. you know, home games are a really big thing in France. Mm. So just have a home World Cup's pretty big. Like uh, they always talk about in the club stuff. They eh? like the home games you always win. And you just lose away, away games. Game. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's just a thing. You just only win your home games. And like if you put, if you win an away, like they send B teams to away <laughs> games knowing they're going to lose. Yeah, just bomb squad. Um, yeah, I think uh, just the way South Africa has been playing. I you know I think they've been playing just a real physical it's not necessarily like you know uh amazing rugby necessarily to watch in terms of passing and stuff but just the physicality and stuff that's a great brand of rugby to watch as well um well they've got pollard back too don't they mm. and you know like oh you saw in the game they lost against um ireland like the importance of having someone that can just slot goals and yeah. like oh, well, i went back to it before just having someone that can take a scoreboard mm. over which is what pollard does really well and mm-hmm. he's a, a big body that can d the 10 channel yeah like I mean, pretty rough if you just put him straight back in. But mm. he's a guy that would probably steady the ship for South Africa a bit. I think, yeah, that was maybe the difference uh, against Ireland, eh? So, it was, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, was... Lebok, mate, he attacks really mm. well. And, I mean, he set up a try, uh, what, one or two tries. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you lose a bit by taking him out too. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know, just prepared to what, like that, what you're willing to lose to get Andre onto. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, the missus, she's... Really likes Pollard, so I'm going to go France just so stop talking Despite about it at it, home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see Pollard <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's asking me to dye my hair blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and grow another two yeah. feet. Yeah. Um, two metres um, and get skucks. Um, but yeah, so that's our uh, previews, hopefully. So I've gone three Southern Hemisphere, one Northern. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the only one where I'm like, man, I really want one team to win is obviously the NZ one. The other ones, obviously I'm picking, but... Just want rugby to be the winner on their day. You and, do. Yeah. I, I do just want this, you know, the World Cup to just be a good spectacle. Mm. And, you know, I, th- I mean, it seems like it's been all right, but, you know, now we're coming into the business end, you know, you just want, again, the officiating to be good and you just want people to be able to watch the game and enjoy it yeah, for what yeah. it is, which is just code. Mm. Uh, hopefully, yeah, like you said, it's not just like a red card or something like that. that yeah, kind I was of... real worried that, um, what's his name, Peter? Oh, Bond, yeah, Slappies, yeah. Yeah, was going to. And I was like, please don't ruin this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, I was so stoked that this was a yellow mm. and stayed a yellow and the game was able to just keep getting played. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, a red card, to me, just honestly, just it ruins ruins a game. Um, Like, yeah, in the f- if a red card in the first half, like, you're just like, oh. Like, in the second half, you, know, you might be like, be like we got to hold they on. Can hang but, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, man, you're playing with one less. It's mm. just, it hurts you across the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, no, thanks for uh, coming on again. We'll see what happens next week. But obviously, you'll have that. Uh, what quadruple the number of people in this household? Well, no, even more than that, maybe. Yeah, you got the mother-in-law yeah. coming, two babe, two boys, mm. and the wife. So full house. We'll just see how we go. Yeah, sure. But uh, thanks for uh, hosting. There's a lovely tea. No worries, um, mate. Um, no. We'll see. We'll see you train tomorrow. Speaking mm. <laughs> of show, six a.m. But yeah, uh, World Cup was a winner on the day. Um, it was a game of eight games of rugby or whatever it was. And um, full credit to Ben for. Giving me some persimmons. Adiats. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Adiats. I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>